So we'll begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. This is a reading from Mark chapter 9, verses 14 through 29. When they came to the disciples, they saw a large crowd around them, and scribes arguing with them. Immediately on seeing him, the whole crowd was utterly amazed. They ran up to him and greeted him. He asked them, What are you arguing about with them? Someone from the crowd answered him, Teacher, I have brought to you my son possessed by a mute spirit. Whenever or wherever it seizes him, it throws him down. He foams at the mouth, grinds his teeth, and becomes rigid. I asked your disciples to drive it out, but they were unable to do so. He said to them in reply, O faithless generation, how, will, how long will I be with you? How long will I endure you? Bring him to me. They brought the boy to him, and when they saw him, the spirit immediately threw the boy into convulsions. As he fell to the ground, he began to roll around and foam at the mouth. Then he questioned his father, How long has this happened to him? He replied, Since childhood. It has often thrown him into fire and into water to kill him. But if you can do anything... Have compassion on us and help us. Jesus said to him, If you can, everything is possible to one who has faith. And the boy's father cried out, I do believe. Help my unbelief. Jesus, on seeing a crowd rapidly gathering, rebuked the unclean spirit and said to it, Mute and deaf spirit, I command you, come out of him and never enter him again. Shouting and throwing the boy into convulsions, it came out. He became like a corpse, which caused many to say he is dead. But Jesus took him by the hand, raised him, and he stood up. When he entered the house, his disciples asked him in private, Why could we not drive it out? He said to them, This kind can only come out through prayer and fasting. Heavenly Father, I thank you for everybody who, who came here tonight. We just ask that your Holy Spirit descend down upon us and your most precious blood cover everybody here so that we may truly know if it is your holy will that we participate in the Nineveh 90 and the Exodus 90 programs. Not just for the good of the church, but for the good of our communities, the good of our families, and our own personal conversion and sanctification. We make all these prayers in the name of Jesus, who is Lord forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, again, thank you, thank you for being here. Um, tonight, what I just want to kind of cover, um, because the Exodus 90 and the Nineveh 90 don't start for two more weeks, what I want to cover is what are you getting yourselves into to give yourselves about a week and a half, two weeks to pray, do I really want to do this? Do I really want to do this? Um, because the one thing the devil loves to do is rush us, so I'm giving you a little time just to pray um, and, and really pray, or even maybe if you want to invite someone else to come do it with you. Um, but as we, as we do these programs, kind of like what, what my why is, why, why I kind of want to do these programs as well, um, is um, I, I, was last summer I was doing a retreat, and I just had this desire uh, to work, particularly with men, but you know, women too, but to help them come to uh, a, different, a deeper sense of maturity. The image I like to always use is the image of St. Joseph with the Christ child, and uh, when I was on my retreat, I was just praying with that particular statue, and I was just, it was just kind of like a magnet to my heart, and I kept getting drawn to it. 
And I just felt like the Lord was revealing to me that to so many people, um, they might look older externally, but internally they're just kind of immature. And they never had a chance to mature. Um, and I found that um, what I wanted to do when I even first got here was doing the Exodus 90, but it takes time to build relationships. And a few of us um, did the Exodus 90, the Nineveh 90, over um, the springtime into Easter. Um, but basically uh, where the program comes from, which um, we'll look at in a second here, but the programs come from each other. So the Exodus 90 is, was always there, and the Nineveh 90 um, was formed patterned after the Exodus 90. So the Exodus 90 is just for men, um, and the Nineveh 90 is for men and women. Um, so what I want to do, just to make sure we just cover the basics today, is um, I'd like to show you just a video here that's going to go over um, where kind of the, the idea of the whole goal of this is, 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 is being free. Um, from our vices, and as we heard in the gospel reading, um, some spirits can only come out through prayer and fasting. So fasting, um, not just from food, but from different things, being more disciplined, um, will, will allow us to, to, to be um, who Christ desires us to be. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to um, show you this, this video from the Exodus 90 um, website, and then um, just let, we'll just maybe take a moment of silence just to kind of like let it kind of wash over us and allow us to... Um, kind of see what we're getting ourselves into. And then I'll pitch kind of what the disciplines are. Um, and then I'm going to hand you a sheet that basically says, what's your availability? So you have time to kind of look at it. Uh, one thing I put on the sheet is just to kind of uh, prime the pump is I put on the seven deadly sins to kind of know what vice uh, or what sin, deadly sin do you want to grow out of to be delivered from. So in the um, Exodus 90 program that you go through, the, you go through the book of Exodus. And in, the, in that in that book, um, there's obviously Egypt, which is a place of slavery. Not like literally if you go to Egypt, but like it's a, it's a symbol for slavery. Pharaoh is a symbol of is a symbol of the devil, and your exodus is getting out of slavery, letting the Lord deliver you from that slavery. And a lot of times, what happens is um, through spiritual practices, which what they call asceticism, it helps us come to know what that is. So what we'll do is we'll quick watch. Um, We'll watch this video, and then I'll unpack this shortly, and I'll give you all a little time for question and answer if you have any questions, um, and then I'll hand you out the sheet to kind of do, do the assessments. You can kind of see uh, what we're offering. So I'm just going to, hopefully this works. Technology doesn't always work for me, but we'll see if it works here once. Come on. This is my life. Technology doesn't like me that much. Why is it not working? Well, that was working. And you see it's on YouTube, so hold it. Just give me one second here. Apologize for the, that not working. Okay. Um, Sometimes that box there is that on. Yeah, no, it's, I, have, I, I switched over already, so I don't know why it's not working, but... Basically, I'll, I'll, just try, I'll try to do this justice, but basically um, what the, I'm just going to quick show you, scroll through the video. But what the video is, is, is asking, it's what it says is, is go back 90 days um, and ask yourself, how have you grown in your faith? Uh, and it goes through um, the amount of time that people are spending on their electronics, which is, which is becoming more of a slavery um, for, first, for people. Um, looking at how much time people are spending on their electronics is, is, is going up exponentially. Um, 
and even just just going through or look through your time on electronics, looking at that, and then also looking at the next 90 days and thinking how, how free God wants you to be. So what the program um, recommends, or actually says we have to do, is 90 days of prayer and fasting. Um, you have a weekly meeting, and, inclu- and that's a pillar. So um, there, one of the questions people kind of ask when they do this program is, can I do it on my, on my own? And, and no, you can't. Um, actually, one of the pillars of the program is, is your, your, your weekly meeting. Uh, and that's where the accountability comes in to see how you're doing with those disciplines. And that, that um, allows you to form, um, you'll have an accountability partner, which we call an anchor. So someone that you are able to reach out to, talk to, uh, if you're tempted to sin, to, to avoid one of the disciplines. Um, if you're tempted to go into despair or what have you. Um, so the, the, the program um, is that the Lord wants you to practice asceticism. So asceticism is self-denial. Um, it's a deeper sense of discipline, um, it's, but it's something that the early church always did. We call it the church fathers or the desert fathers. They always practiced asceticism um, to basically not make decisions just because things feel good. And if you look at our culture, a lot of things, we make decisions based on whether it feel good, feels good or it doesn't feel good. Um, but a part of that maturing into, into the man of God or the woman of God, the woman of God that the Lord is calling you to be, is learning how to make decisions and make commitments also when it doesn't feel good. Because you to hold, hold your word, and if you look at our culture, one of the biggest um, issues, in my opinion, is the lack of commitment, the lack of keeping my word um, as, I, as, I, as I grow as a disciple. Um, so you have 90 days, um, and kind of what, 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 what this... Um, is, is, is the programs are asking is the Lord is asking for more from us um, to help our parishes, help our churches, and um, help our communities, but it has to start um, with us and, and move out. So the video um, will say that, you know, asking more from the, the, the miter there is for an image of, of uh, priests, um, priests or seminarians, and married couples, uh, but it's not just for them. So a lot of, a lot of uh, seminarians and priests where we find a lot of freedom is in our six to eight years in seminary, we kind of do this all the time, and we come out free, but we want everybody to experience the freedom of Jesus. So um, the, the, what, the, what the Lord um, is asking of us is to look at this 90 days um, to pray and to, to grow in our faith. So I'm just going to go over what the, the asceticisms are or the disciplines are for the Nineveh 90, and I'll, I'll give you these sheets in a second. I'm looking at it, but go over what, what those are. And then I'll go over what they are for the, the Exodus 90. Um, and then there's also a program called the Fiat 90. Um, that one's more of a caveat um, to both of these, but I'll, I'll, I'll go into that. But we're going to focus just on those first two. So um, for the, the Nineveh 90, um, both programs will start on the 25th, which is a Wednesday, and then our, we'll end on the 24th of December. Um, so we can basically celebrate Christmas. That's our, kind of our goal. Um, but the first, the first, the first ascetical practice is, is getting, getting um, and becoming more aware and being honest and being real of what is my major sin that I struggle with. So we see a lot of people struggle with swearing, overeating, um, impurity as far as like pornography, masturbation, um, gossip, gambling, sloth, alcoholism, um, just spending uh, uh, inappropriate amount of times on social media. So that'd be one. Um, the, the, the Nineveh 90 also includes wearing the brown scapular. 
So scapular, where that comes, where that comes from in our tradition as, as Catholics, is in the 1200s, um, Simon, there were a group of people that were living on Mount Carmel, which is where the prophet Elijah comes from. And on that, on that particular mount, there were a lot of impure gods, sex gods. They're called the Baals, or B-A-A-L-S, okay? And um, when the, in the 1200s, when these, a group of people wanted to live a more ascetic life, a more pure life, they found that there was a lot of these still, these evil spirits present there. And as they were performing this, which is now known as Mount Carmel, uh, they formed the Carmelite Order. And as they were progressing forward, they asked in prayer for a sign to know how to defend against this spirit of impurity. It's also a spirit of seduction and a spirit of control and manipulation, which is very active in, the, in our world today. And the uh, brown scapular is a direct defense against that. And St. Simon Stock, when he was Simon Stock, Carmelite, he prayed and the Blessed Mother appeared to him and gave him a scapular which you wear, um, and you'd be, you'd be introduced to that program, but it's, it's protection against that spirit of manipulation, um, seduction, control, manipulate, uh, so, so on and so forth. Um, the other thing that you're encouraged to do is um, to attend daily Mass as much as possible. Now, mind you, that's within reason, so I understand our, our work schedules kind of work differently with that, but um, if you can make it to daily Mass, your goal is to go to daily Mass. Um, the other one is to go to confession at least once a month, or immediately following a grave sin, which hopefully we're doing already, but that's grave sin would be um, Ten Commandments. I know it's wrong. I do it anyways, and I freely choose it. I should be going to confession. Um, the other thing is, is that support system. So they call it the Nineveh 90 Squad, um, a group of three to eight people. You meet at a minimum of one time one, once a week, which is probably what most of us will do, and um, to have uh, a partner, an anchor, to basically that, that one person you can be vulnerable with, and you can, you can text or call when you're having a hard time, um, so on and so forth. Um, the other thing is daily prayer. That, this one includes doing the morning offering, which is a, a traditional prayer of the church, which is first thing you do is you offer the day to God. And it's a simple prayer of offering the day to God, which I think is a, a beautiful way of praying. Um, it also includes praying the Angelus. The Angelus is a prayer that started, I believe, with um, what, uh, a recent pope. I, don't, I, don't forget, I forget his name. I can see in my head. I think it's John the 23rd, but I'm not sure. Um, but, the, but it's always reminding us at, at, at 6 a.m., 12 p.m., and 6 p.m. about God becoming a person. Like, we, always, we, we should never be take for granted that God became a person. It always, it always invokes the incarnation. And it also includes um, a, uh, pray, a pray, going up to, building up to, praying a holy hour every day. Uh, where that comes from in Scripture is in, in the uh, garden when Jesus is in his temptation. He, Jesus says, could you not spend one hour with me? And that's where the tradition of the Holy Hour, and, and they recommend starting with 20 minutes of mental prayer, which they walk you through. Uh, but the goal is to build up to an hour every day. For 90 days, um, the goal is to commit to uh, regular and intense exercise. Um, that's between you and your small group, how you kind of figure that out. Um, it includes uh, seven hours of sleep a day. That's a goal. Uh, includes no alcohol, no sweets or desserts, uh, no eating between meals, um, fasting on Wednesdays and Fridays. So it'd be water, juice, bread only, 
Um, but all this stuff, I just want to make sure I, I make this clear, all this stuff is within reason, okay? I think we have a doctor here. But you're, 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 everything is within reason. So um, if it's unhealthy for you or what have you, talk to your small group, let them know what, you're, what, what you can do, what you can't do. Um, students, you've you got to be wise about this. We don't need fainting in class or what have you. Um, but a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of graces come through fasting, which we just heard in our gospel. Um, no, no soda and no sweetened drinks. No, no television or, or movies. Um, in, the, in the Nineveh 90, they say news is allowed. Um, also, it's sacrificing music. So lifting the music that only uplifts the soul. So you can kind of decide if, you have a question, if the music's questionable for you. If you like music a lot, talk to your, your group about that, what music lifts you up. Because some music um, that's played on the radio, that's, I would say, is considered Christian, in quotes, I find quite annoying. I don't find it very uplifting. Um, but some is, and it's, so you can kind of talk to your, your small group about that. Um, also working on limiting uh, computer time and cell phone time. Uh, the other one is a, kind of a newer tradition, is doing a 54-day rosary novena. This is a powerful novena. So a novena is um, nine days of prayer. But basically, you do it, what you, with a 54-day rosary novena, as you pray the rosary, um, you would begin on November 1st and end on uh, December 24th. But you, you have 20, or I'm sorry, 27 days in petition for something that you want, a personal petition, your own sanctification, um, sanctification of, of, of our church. Um, and then in the next 27 days is an act of faith of actually praying for um, that actually in Thanksgiving it's going to happen. That's at, that the Lord's going to come through, um, through that prayer. Um, this also includes uh, Marian consecration. So you have 33 days for that, which would begin on November 9th and would end on December 12th. So you always consecrate yourself to Jesus um, through Mary on, this, on a Marian feast day. So that would be the feast day of Our Lady of Guadalupe. And um, those are the disciplines for the Nineveh 90. Um, and, and the thing is, uh, the one thing the devil loves, I, I, just, I firmly believe is the devil loves uh, when we quit, when we give up, we lose hope. Um, so the thing is also with your, with your group is to be honest in your, in your, in your meetings of if you're struggling and ask for prayer, not to be afraid to say, I have been bad at this, but I need accountability. And also, I've, I've encountered a lot of people um, who don't know how to pray the rosary. Uh, the rosary, in the simplest form, is it's the Bible on beads. You're meditating upon the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus. Um, as Catholic Christians, we like to use our senses. We use candles. We use incense. Um, we use our, our, our sense of touch when we pray. Um, but it's a simple way of, of meditating upon the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus. So those are the ascetic practices for the Exodus, or for the Nineveh 90. For the Exodus 90, the first one's the hardest one, but it actually makes the rest of them more easy. What is it, Pete? Cold showers. Cold showers for 90 days. Um, with, all, with all the programs, they have, you get one cheat on, you get one cheat on Sunday. Um, so you have that one day to, 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 to relax from some of the practices. That's usually the number one that goes, is, is, is cold showers. Um, you have uh, to practice, again, regular and intense exercise. And again, it's within reason um, with where you're at in your own personal uh, life. Um, getting, again, full nights, full of sleep, same thing. No alcohol, desserts, or sweets. No eating in between meals. Um, no soda or sweet drinks. No television, movies, or televised sports. 
but that could be one of your cheats. So you can kind of keep it. And you can talk to that about your group. Um, Greg, I know you talked about you do uh, fantasy football. That's, again, between your small group, you can kind of figure out how you want to work with that. Because, um, again, these are all within reason, okay? So if, if, you, made, if you have a, a thing going and, it, and it's healthy for you to, do, to do, have a good hobby, I've, I have no problem with that. Um, but you, you talked about that with your, with your small group. Um, the other thing is um, abstaining from non-essential material purchases. So it's also taking time, maybe a break. I'm, I'm really bad at this. I love Amazon. Um, but if it's not essential to take a break from, from the, the consumerism that we, 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 fall, we fall into. Um, and if it's a major purchase, if it's, a major purchase if it's necessary for you to function, like I'm not saying if your water heater goes out, don't buy one. Um, but also if you, if you need something, you're just letting, you're letting the group, if you, if you need something, you're letting the group know. Um, same thing for li- listening to music that lifts the soul to God. Again, same thing with computer is for work, school, or essential tasks like paying bills. Like that's, that's normal. Um, again, limiting amount of time on our mobile devices it's for essential communications such as like um, and taking a, taking a break from non-essential texting. Like if I can make a phone call, make the phone call. Um, not spending too much on apps and um, the internet. And also, again, practicing the fasting on Wednesdays and Fridays. So a lot of similar things. Um, but one thing that's different with the Exodus 90 and the Nineveh 90 is the Exodus 90 has an app. It's a, a big difference. So you actually have an app on that one. You would actually have opportunity every day when you're going through the book of Exodus um, to say whether you read it. And you can do journal entries on that app. And it has basically like a thumbs up, like a kind of a okay, I'm doing okay, or a thumbs down. So then your, your group knows how you're doing on those days when you don't have meetings. So that's, that's a benefit of that. And if you don't have a cell phone, um, they made it new this, this year where you can just go online and log in and see this, pretty much the app on, on your computer. Um, the, the Nineveh 90 does have a website as well, uh, but it's not, um, it's not, it's not kind of designed that way. And then the last one, if you want to add any of these practices, this is totally optional. Um, there is also a program called the Fiat 90. Now, Fiat uh, is not talking about the car company. Um, talking about the, the Fiat meaning yes. Okay, that's, Mar- that's Mary's yes. Um, this one uh, has some interesting things in it, which I think I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I don't know if I can do these. Um, the first one's called the Heroic Minute. This comes from St. Jose Maria Escriva. Um, this might be easy for you or hard for you, but the Heroic Minute is I will wake up with my first alarm. No snooze button. Um, through this action, I'll give the start of my day as a sacrifice to God. And that would be right, like right the first thing you do in the morning is you do your morning, morning offering. Same thing um, with the unnecessary purchases. Um, also thinking of unnecessary, like do I really need those clothes? Do I really need that food? So working on that. Um, this one also, I, I would hope most people will be okay with doing this one, but this one is I will not gossip. Or complain about things out of my control. Which I think is a really good thing. Um, this one says that I know that my words have effects far more than I realize. So I'll learn to hold my tongue and, and practice prudence by thinking before I speak. And I was just actually going through a little side note. I was, I was working with the sixth grader on, on the virtue of prudence. Um, and we would just say prudence is applying right reason to action. We went through a bunch of scenarios. Scenarios just to like think like if I, if I do this, send this message, um, if I say this, what would be the consequences? And just kind of like 
going into the question, is it really worth it? Is it really worth it if I say this about that person? But I always say, people who gossip about others, it says more about their lack of character than the person they're talking about. So um, gossip is, is, it would be a great thing to use uh, or stop using. Um, the, the other one that they have with the Fiat 90 is I'm going to stop trying to multitask. Our culture likes to multitask a lot, and what we find is you can't concentrate when you multitask. But again, this is within reason. So the, the example that I'm going to use here is if you do, are doing laundry, you don't have to take the next, next hour off of work. What they're saying is I'm on the phone, I'm washing the dishes, and I'm talking this, you know, I'm, kind of like, I'm just doing too much. Um, by, by learning how to, do, how to do one thing at a time, actually you're much more receptive to the grace of God. So they talk about, um, here it's how it says, concentration leads to contemplation. And contemplation is, is uh, being able to see Christ in everything. <coughs> and being able to reflect and see Christ in everything. Um, so it says here that it is better for me to do one activity and then move on to do the next. I mean, think of how many times when we're doing something in the middle of that action, we're thinking, what am I doing? What, what, what was I just doing? We forget it. Um, so learning how to be more um, 100% in and present to the activity at hand, that's going to be a tough one, but I think it's, it's worth working on. Fifth one, because um, we do have students here, it says, I'm going to stop texting during class. Uh, I'm going to stop texting during meetings. And then as we look, work to heal, heal the family is to stop texting at meals. No, no, pretty much no cell phones at the meal, at the meal table. Um, so when someone's present to you, you want to be present to them. That's what God always is to us. So you're starting, starting to practice that, that, that transformation of, of being Christ to others. Um, this one has, um, sixth one is going to confession, not monthly, but weekly. So that would be one. And then the seventh, the seventh one they have for the Fiat 90 is at 3 o'clock, which is the hour of mercy, um, praying a memoire for the intercession of the whole world. Um, and if you don't know these prayers, no problem. You can kind of, kind of learn them. Um, but I've seen many, many uh, miracles happen with those. So um, a few things I'm going to hand out to you as I, as I kind of conclude here. And I'll give you an option. Do you have a question? No. no? Okay. Um, a few things I'm going to hand out to, hand out to you as I conclude here. Um, this one, it, it has for Exodus 90. But it, it'll work for Nineveh 90. But this one here is... Um, over the next two weeks, just to kind of read through this. But this one is, what's your why? So one thing when we talk about leaders, the most successful leaders, leaders in the world, is they know what their why is. So I say when it hits the fan, when nothing's going well, you'll still have integrity. You'll still have upright moral character. You're not going to lose your stuff. Um, you're still going to uh, put your best effort forward. So it's always important to know your why and, and, and to live out of that why. So like for me, as a priest, I always go back to what I felt called and that, that encounter. And, 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 and there's many other small whys. Um, but then in your, when you have your first meeting, the goal is to bring your why to them and share that with your group so they know why you're doing it. And it might help the other people understand their why and go deeper with it. But the idea is with your why is to um, ha- have it in a visible, visible place where you see it every single day. So you always remind yourself, why am I doing this? One thing St. Augustine would ask himself is, what am I doing and why am I doing it? What am I doing and why am I doing it? So that's one thing I'll hand out to you. Um, the other thing I'm going to hand out to you is, um, this is just a, 
uh, a simple form. Um, it has just you know contact information. So what I'm going to ask you to do once you fill it out is to fill to fill this out. Um, it has on here just obviously name, address, whether you're male or female, because there are pro- some of the programs are only for male or men. Um, what denomination you are. Um, and also has just asking a, a simple question of how strong are you in your faith? Whether you think you're very weak right now in your faith, you're weak, you're strong, you're very strong. And be humble. If you're strong right now, just be honest because it helped. What, what, what that's going to do is help me know who to set you up as far as an anchor. Okay? So, um, so we would set somebody who's a little bit stronger up with somebody who's a little bit weaker. Does that make sense? So if you, if you know you're, you're, doing, you're doing well in your faith, don't put weak. <laughs> Just put, I'm, I'm pretty strong in my faith. I, I practice my faith regularly. It's not, a, it's not an option type thing. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in. Um, it also has on how, how often do you go to, 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 um, to Mass uh, or church? Do you go daily, weekly, monthly, or is it just a holiday thing for you? Um, and then it just says on here, just to get your, your mind working, looking at the deadly sins, on a scale of 1 to 10, um, how free are you? So obviously 10 is I'm, 10 is I'm, I'm, I'm very free. And one is, I'm not free at all. Okay? So, deadly sins being pride, lust, greed. Um, I, I meant to write gluttony on here. I, I wrote glutton. Um, anger, sloth, and envy. Um, envy is different than jealousy. Uh, and the reason why envy is different than jealousy is that envy is that person has what I want. And I want it from them, and I, or I want them not to have it, or I want them to suffer. I actually wish pain upon that person. That's what envy is. Jealousy is, I want what that person has. But envy takes it to a step further where I actually, uh, I actually wish evil upon that person. I wish darkness upon that person. So um, if that's a struggle for, your, for yours, no problem. Um, and then just to let, let uh, me know on here I have, it just says, what program are you interested in, in participating in? Um, and then it also has, if you want to do, I have an option here for, the Exodus 90 red. Uh, Exodus 90 red means I, I, I want to do Exodus 90, but I'm, I'm, I'm interested in doing a lot of the, the Nineveh 90 disciplines as far as like the 54-day rosary novena, morning offering, that kind of stuff. Um, and then I have a Nineveh 90 red, which means the Nineveh 90 would be, I do all the Nineveh 90 programs, all, all, all the disciplines, but I also want to do some of the Fiat 90 things. And it has it on here. Um, and on the back side... Um, it just says what day, or I'm sorry, what time of day would work best for your weekly meeting. Um, so some of you have approached me already and told me I can't do mornings, so that's no problem. Um, so I, I have on here three options, doing either early morning, so early morning means like 6, 6.15 a.m. here. Um, afternoon means like around lunchtime or lunch hour, you can kind of figure that, with your, we'll figure that out for you. Or evening would be like, I'm guessing like 6.30, 7 o'clock at night. And if you want to meet here, you can. You don't have to. You can meet at a coffee shop or a bar. I don't really care. Um, but just so we kind of know what's going on there. And then on here, it also has um, questions, comments, concerns, anything. You're just kind of like, did we, did we cover that? I don't, I don't understand. Um, so we know. And then so when, you're, when, you're, when you fill that out, just to rip it off, and then you would, you would keep the back half. Um, the back half is for you to know what the disciplines are. So you can kind of pray over those and spend time with those um, as you move forward. Um, I, know, I know I moved fast. I know I gave you a lot of information. Um, but that's what, what we're here for tonight. And then you have basically, I'll probably contact, with, I'll probably contact you somehow within like in a week or two. Um, but the 25th is not next Wednesday, but the following Wednesday. 
And that's when this all begins. That's when your first meeting would actually begin too. So basically we have two weeks to kind of pray, um, decide whether we want to, what, what's going to work for us, and go on as, as we go forward. So, um, Before I end, um, there is an option of, for the Exodus 90, if you want to do the book. This is all, all, has all the readings in it. Some people like the paper. You can do that. And then also, um, some people ask for 33 days of morning glory. Um, that's our Marian consecration. That's the one we're going to use. There are different options for this. But if you've never done Marian consecration, this is what I would, would recommend starting with. There are other ones, but there's a lot of spiritual practices going on with this. But there are, if you want to talk about that with me or with your group, which one you want to do, you can. But this is the one that I would recommend starting with um, if you've never done it before. Question? Um, today. So it's just kind of filled out. Give me time to fill it out today. Because um, then basically I, know, I can kind of divide up what, what the groups will be um, and, and, and go from there. Yep, so I'll give you time to fill it. it, won't, it, it don't, the, the sheet won't take long to fill out. Um, I, di- I didn't put a ton on here. So I'll have a circle here, a circle there um, as, as you go forward. So. Yes, please. Nope, that's a, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that because I am not a woman. Um, Christmas shopping. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, that's, that's a really good point. I didn't even think about that. So, like, that'd be things you would just talk about with your, with your small group. Okay. Right? So, those are um, different things. If, if, if it's something that your thing is a little, like, uh, it'd be like a, a, a sacrifice of a purchase for you, then you would, like, if it's going to be expensive, then you just let your, your small group know. Okay. That's kind of the thing. Um, but if you're, if you're saying, hey, this week there's a big sale going on, is it, you're asking for permission a lot of times, but it's basically just letting your small group know what you're doing. Okay. And it's not, you're, it's not like you're policing each other. You're just being okay. vulnerable and being open of what you're up to. And then um, I know like, for example, Pete, like last year you did a, a movie day with your family or whatever, but you asked for permission saying, hey, on Sundays we want to use the Forum app. We like these, we want to watch a Christian movie um, every Sunday during this time. Is that cool? And we talked about it during the group and no problem. Um, so if you, have, if you have ideas how you want to do things, your group will kind of organically flush those out um, as you go forward um, as well. Yep? Is, uh, for the men of the 90, is there a separate group for men and for women? I see some young ladies here that probably wouldn't want to share the same things. Yep. Like so, yeah, so, um, so the, the men will meet with men and women will meet with women, um, but the, the young ladies here and the young gentlemen here they are actually here because they want to start a youth group, but they're going to be sacrificing for 90 days for um, the, the grace of God to flow through the community. So when they start inviting their friends to do more things that be a part of the youth group, there's a lot of grace there before them. But also so they can get to know each other better too. So when we, when we do these sacrifices, it builds a lot of bonds between us. Um, so for those of you who have been coming to the, the Wednesday morning fellowship, we've been talking about James Bond, the man who has no bonds, no connections, nothing holds him back. Um, he has, he's, he's, not, he's actually kind of a coward when you look at him. Um, he might seem cool, but he's not. So um, the idea is that this is supposed to help us grow in fellowship at a, at a deeper level. Some people are looking for a deeper challenge, and Exodus 90, Nineveh 90, um, help that happen. So, so kind of what I, what I plan on doing is I plan on doing the Exodus 90 with, the, with, the, with the, um, the Nineveh 90 sacrifices attached to it. So um, on, the, on, the, on the Nineveh 90, there's an option. You don't have to do it. On the Nineveh 90, on the website, there is an option to get a daily reading, 
with, with, with prayers if you want to, but you don't have to. So there's, there are options there. So. So is the Marian consecration something separate from these other two? No, Mary, it's included. Okay. It's included with the Nineveh 90. And I, I put an option if anybody would want to do it, they can. They don't have to. So for, for, the, uh, um, for the Exodus 90. It's not, it's not a part of the Exodus 90 program. Yeah. Thank you. That's a very good point. Yep. So uh, one thing that's cool about being Catholic is that we do have feast days or solemnities, which are, um, there's a special saint on that day. And those days, you don't have to fast. So, you, so we, we, we did in, in my group, um, and I think we took, you treat like a Sunday. You could, you could, you could take, you could, you could um, on one of those days, you, so say if, uh, what's coming up here. It's like, our Lady of the Rosary or something like that coming up in, in, in October. On that particular day, which I think is October 12th, you, you could say warm showers. Or for if you're doing the Nineveh 9, you could say, I'm having sweets today. All day long. It's going to be great. So, <laughs> no problem. So, that, but that, like, those are things in your small group you kind of you discuss. But on feast days, on feast days, it's not rocket science. On feast days, you feast. Right? <laughs> you got to celebrate. Um, that's, a, that's a cool thing. So, um, there will be special days kind of on the calendar. You'll kind of look through and you'll, you'll see that happen. So thank you for reminding me. Yes. Yep. So officially, so like um, the rosary is highly encouraged for, for, the, for the duration of it. But for 54 days specifically, um, starting on November 1st is when it, when it, when it starts. And I have, I have it on here. Um, you start 27 days in petition for something. So there's the conversion of the world. There's your own personal petitions, your own, your own sanctification. I'm sure you have plenty other petitions, people you, need, you know that need prayer for their sanctification. But you do it for 27 days, and then for the next 27 days, you, you, you thank God for allowing, actually God answering those prayers. So it's an act of faith. So it's, it's a kind of a newer thing, um, but it's a part of, that's a part of the program. You'll do that as a group, thirty-three days of morning glory. Yep. So, so you're doing those. You're doing. You're doing the readings. You're doing the readings. Um, but then on the um, feast of Our Lady Guadalupe, everyone would come to mass and we'd have the consecration. Um, we, we'd give you that as well. Yep. And actually, the Marian consecration is is encouraged more than one time a year. But you can do it. Um, you can do it a few times a year if you want to. But you're, there's that too. I haven't decided that yet. But that'll that'll start, I believe, November 9th. That one, and I have again, all these dates are in here, so I don't <laughs> overwhelm you with numbers right now. Um, the, la- the last thing is with with, with like the scapular. Um, I'll say on a personal witness level, the scapular has been godsend for me. My my brother uh, PJ, who's just like a saint to me, good, good role model. He gave me a scapular when I was a freshman in college, and I was living a pretty hedonistic life. Um, but long story short, he gave it to me. I didn't really know what it was for, um, but, you know, so I truly felt just God and felt called to be a priest, and, I, and then I kept wearing it, and um, I, I, per, I personally believe it's why I don't struggle with pornography. I just really do. It's, it's been really good for purity. Um, and part of the, part of the promise of, of wearing the scapular, one of the blessings of wearing it, besides like 
being freed and protected from evil spirits of, of seduction and lust and uh, control is um, if you pray the rosary as often as possible, like once a day would be the goal, but as often as possible, you go to confession monthly and you die with it on, there's no purgatory. That's, the, that's one of the promises associated with the, with the scapular. So when you get enrolled in the scapular, um, it is a little bit of a sacrifice. Obviously, I wear my mine underneath, but Jen, you have one on. Um, but it, it sometimes works on that struggle. Some people we struggle with vanity. And vanity is, um, I, care what, I care about more what other people think than what God thinks. And when you can just kind of be freed from that, just making that sacrifice, um, it's, it's, it's beautiful um, as well. And if you struggle with, like, the cloth, like I know, Steph, you wear, a, you wear she wears a, 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 a metal on, on, a, on a chain. So some people, some people have, like, very sensitive skin. No problem. But if you don't, the, the goal is to wear the scapular, um, the Carmelite scapular. Cool? Okay. So um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring these, these sheets around to your tables. I'll, I'll bring pe- pens to you as well so you can fill them out. And then um, if you have any questions, please um, let me know as I kind of walk around. Um, but that is the conclusion of our meeting.